few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. Hey, welcome everybody to our daily gun show. Come be live every weeknight at midnight Eastern. And we talk about guns for some amount of time. Uh, we've got Angelina jumping in from California. Thanks for joining. Hello. Hello. I'm in Arizona. Nobody else joining in tonight. So uh, we've got uh, a couple of people on inside and then we'll simulcast it over on gun channels and uh, nobody over there tonight. So something else happening? Maybe. Anyway, you haven't been on it for a while. What's been happening? Anything new? Um, not much. Just um, shot show has been keeping me pretty busy. Getting a lot of uh, people trying to get their stuff for the show, so they have it for giveaways. Yeah, we're doing a lot of those like tablecloths and stuff now. So a lot of people are getting stuff already, and banners and all that fun promo stuff. Why not? Yeah, it's been cool. So, uh, wait, what? Go ahead. I was just going to say, what kind of topics do we have tonight? None. It's a panel discussion, so I'm just going to leave it up. But if there's nobody out there, then nobody joins, then there's nothing to talk about. So we can talk about whatever you want, and then we'll end it. Oh, all right. Well, um, been making some new patches. I'm doing that fallout shelter sign, which is really like the only thing I'm excited about right now. Is that going to be like a piece of metal? No, it's just a, it's a patch, a little patch. Okay. Um, it's like a two and a half inch patch. PVC? Yeah, PVC. Yeah, I think those will look cool. I mean, I like that like design. I have like a total fallout shelter sign boner. Whenever I see it, like on the side of an old building, I just want to like fucking take it. So... I figure there's like other people that probably think it's cool, so I made a patch. So hopefully, like fifty people think it's cool because I got fifty patches. I'm doing that um, public landowner design as a patch too, I guess, because that's been a popular sticker. Yeah, that's the tough part with the patches, 300 and something dollars, $400 to experiment and see if anybody's going to like them. It's kind of expensive. Yeah. So, I mean, at least I have the luxury where I can run the sticker. So, if things um, are pretty popular, then I go forward with a patch. So, that design, surprisingly, because I didn't think it would be, is pretty popular. So, rolling a patch out should be cool. Um, nothing happened on the gun channel side. Looks like Clover jumped in on the YouTube side. Uh, oh, Gary, too. He said tactical dinosaur, and then somebody said totally a cool patch. I don't know if they're talking about it, but how many of the dinosaur patches are left? Uh, sh dang, dude, probably like five. Not many at all. 
though it is a patch, it's possible to buy it over the owl and anchor, like the bird and the thing in the water. Bird in the boat. So now we have both Clover and Gary in here. I don't know what happened to Deno and not make it back. From where? Oh, people might not have seen the, the show thumbnail today. Oh. They're both muted, so I haven't seen anything. Oh, I'm here. Hello. Yeah, I had to put on the mute button. But Until it's too late Tuesday, I'm a little bit... Uh, Frustrated because I've this like I don't know how many of them I've had now and nobody shows up for them. So I'll keep doing them for a while and then I'll not be able to do them anymore. So, where where I know you were working on some two A stuff. I know you were meet going to meet with somebody recently, weren't you? Yeah, met up with uh, uh, Cheryl and uh, Kevin at uh, the okay friendship. right yeah from the podcast. What is that? American Freedom or American... What is it? Freedom Gun? Yeah, it's a weird one. It's Gun Freedom Radio. Gun Freedom to... Radio. Yeah, I can't ever remember it for some reason. I don't know why they came up with that one, but yeah, it's not... Now, uh, that's not the first time you had met them, right? Kind of the first time we had a chance to actually talk, but yeah, I mean, oh, okay. I've been in the same room with them and kind of nodded at each other before, but it's not my nature to go up and be like, you know, here's me and you got to remember me and this is me. Sure. So uh, I knew who they were and, you know, whatever. But uh, once I was told that she was the one to talk to for the uh, two-way summit, that was, you know, more of a necessity to talk to her. And since she's in Phoenix, everybody else is in, where is the Plate Society in Florida or something? Like nowhere near here. Um, you know, this is two hours away. I figured it was worth it. It cost me 60 bucks in gas to go up there, but... Being at that show, I had an opportunity to talk to her where, you know, she was kind of had to be there, <laughs> you know. She was at the show. She was at the show. So as long as I wasn't bothering her too bad, I figured, uh, you know, it wasn't like uh, going to her gun shop and she's trying to do something else and asking her to take time away from it. So anyway, she was generous with her time and uh, mm -hmm. was able to explain some of my frustrations or our frustrations from, you know, the listening to the show and being at that conference. And she was very, very receptive. I guess we haven't had a chance to talk about it. Uh, I haven't. I don't. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, well, I mean, we haven't. Not privately. And I mean, I, I wasn't gonna dig thing is too much. I was just gonna. I was just gonna bounce you out and see if that meeting happened, and then kind of fill you out on, you know, were, were they, you know, straight up people and and yeah. no, I don't have what, any. What, you, what kind of feelings you come away with? You know, there's no secrets, and it's Tuesday, right? So if people don't like listening to two A stuff, then take a hike. There's all kinds of things you can listen to that are more entertaining than you know our Second Amendment rights and making strides towards that as individual. There's a, there's a cat video somewhere, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. People get kicked in the balls. Maybe some cat got kicked in the balls. You can watch that. Some two people out there already thumbed this down. So two people out there said, you know what, I'm going to watch something called The Daily Gun Show and then get so offended as to thumb it down and then leave or whatever. Oh, so, okay. yeah. Whatever. But thank you. But thank you for letting YouTube know that, you know, you were actually watching and participating with it because that helps. Yeah, more so than the people who just don't like us and don't even show up which actually does the worst 
or does the most, you know, against what we're trying to do. Exactly. But in any case, uh, yeah, there's no secrets. So when I, I met with her, like I say, it was, uh, she was real generous with her time. And I had, first I told her, you know, we roadcasted that thing. I just went to the back of the room and, and broadcasted it on YouTube anyway, even though you didn't. And, you know, whatever. And she didn't have a problem with that. But uh, so that she had some context that the stuff I was coming with wasn't just from my ramblings. It was, you know, a bunch of people had discussed stuff and we had actually had a couple of discussions since then to kind of hone the ideas, especially like Smeggy and Patriot, a couple of people that had been there for like most of both days of it, you know? Right. So um, anyway, she was real receptive to it, dude. I told her like respectfully, you guys are idiots. Like, you know, I told her about the, um, you know, like, oh, you can watch uh, videos on your phone. And she understood the significance of that. She might even have remembered it happening and had a similar reaction. You know, she's not a big YouTube person, but I'm sure she understands it. So, uh, yeah, I think she understands that we've got our issues as a community or a group. And she isn't, like, really a jerk about it or, like, oh, no, it's if it's not perfect, it's somehow a reflection on, you know, this. And, you know, so, therefore, I'm going to act like it is perfect. You know, some people can be the opposite of that. She's very... Uh, uh, interested in and she's also more than just like a person who's like oh yeah 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 right you can tell she's experienced with um both working together with people and making things happen through the combination combined effort of multiple people because she was uh very um good at letting me know that she, I, she understood what i was trying to get across and then beyond just understanding and acknowledging that she heard it, but also giving me some, uh, basically some direction, some indication. For example, there's four people that run that that, that uh, media summit. So to expect that I can get a result tonight or that day and say, you know, here's the here's my question, here's the answer is ridiculous because it takes four people. They have to get together. It's going to take some time. But at the same time, she wasn't like, do nothing until you hear back. So, like, like I said, about the best you could expect from someone, being open-minded, receptive, understanding yet, you know, not at the same time saying yes to everything. Gotcha. Now, as far as backstory on, on them, how long have they been doing that podcast? Uh, that's a real good question. I want to say years, but not that many. They're fairly new to things. Three years, something like that. Okay. Right, but there are a hundred something episodes. I guess we could look at it that way. Is that is that weekly? Weekly, two hours every week. Okay. So yeah, that would be three years roughly. They're on one thirty-eight, so they're getting into third year, something like that. Yeah, on their third year, pretty cool. So they're fairly fresh. So I mean, that's a good thing. Have they been, did you get any backstory on them? I mean, have they been involved with their experience in the 2A community prior to the podcast? Do you know hmm. any, any of that backstory? Yeah, so I didn't ask that specifically, but I think I've got some of it. So it sounds like just from listening to their show for over the while and then, you know, listen, overhearing things, just being aware, it sounds like they've been entrepreneurial for most of their marriage, I guess, 33 years or something. Um, and then lives, his careers, I guess. So then um, I don't think that, I know they weren't doing guns the whole time, but I think uh, uh, 
Dan's been into them. So I think that uh, it was the gun shop or the auction came first, and then it turned into a gun shop. And that was, not again, too many years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago. And then the radio show became a result of that. And then I think doing the radio show and being in the gun business, uh, they became involved with like the gun rights policy conference and all that, you know, Second Amendment advocacy is. And uh, well, obviously, you don't get into Second Amendment advocacy because you're trying to be famous or you're trying to get rich or, you know, any of the short term, like, glory look seeking type uh goals right so it has to be somebody's got a deep uh, understanding of what it means so it's usually somebody who's been around guns their whole lives usually right, right. or at least, you know a lot of times it's people that come from other countries who appreciate what it's like to live places where you don't have those freedoms but that's a good question i haven't asked and that'd be a good one to have them on as guests and talk about that in fact that's one of the things that I tried to stay on topic. I had a lot of stuff to dump on him, and I didn't even know if she was the right person to talk to. So I kept my talking points down to three, which were, well, three. I think there's three things that we can accomplish working together as a Second Amendment media mm -hmm. network or whatever group. Uh, and that's uh, learning from each other, workshopping, like learning technical stuff from each other, uh, as well as, I guess, cooperating and coordinating, or what's the word? Um, collaborating to um, uh, you know share each other's strengths and whatnot so we're not wasting our time learning something when the person sitting to our left is a master of that and can do it before we even ask the question or you know before we start looking at how to learn how to do something um, then the second part would be networking and working together and then the last part was direction you know so that was my biggest complaint is that we are a, an inventory for the gun owners rights groups we're an arsenal we're the weapon for them we have the ability to you know we have reach and that reach is the boots on the ground and that is the power of the second amendment community and you know it was frustrating to me that all we do is like acknowledge that we exist for a day and then go listen to the people who are literally boots on the ground you know doing the work and in need of assistance in all different kinds of ways and they're basically saying help us help us help us and we're just sitting there saying we're here to help we're here to help we're here to help it's like there's a there's something missing there a connection so i think it was patriots idea to uh go there on friday um instead of doing the workshops and trying to tell each other how to do stuff we accomplished that throughout the year ideally meet up and do the things that we need to do together in the same building in the same room for you know at the same time uh, do uh, any whatever can be done you know when we're in the same room and then at the same time come up with a list of what we have as resources and give that to the gun owners rights groups and then at the end of the conference uh, get told what directions to put effort into so that we can take that back to other people that we reach and say here let's do this this year and ideally, everybody's working in the same direction in all the different ways that we work, but in the same direction with a united goal. And we actually accomplish every year and trying to change the dynamic from everybody just reacting in different ways and then everybody relaxing in different ways to everyone consistently mowing that lawn of liberty, right? So that we consistently are uh, vigilant and it just becomes part of the routine.
Gotcha. So is the uh, SAR, you met them at the SAR show, I guess? Yeah, they were up at the SAR show. They had uh, an auction the day after the SAR show, so they had a whole island, so however many that is, 8, 10, 12 tables, 10, it's either 10 or 12 tables that were all um, uh, basically the guns that were on, what do you call it, uh, when they display or viewing you know, for the auction, you could look at them. And then the auction was the next day, or I guess Monday. So they uh, they were up there, you know, answering questions. And I think there were probably a couple of guns for sale, but mostly it was uh, getting people kind of lined up for the online and then real life auction. Mm. Gotcha. And I guess that's is that something they're there every year because they're kind of they're close, right? Yeah, I guess they've been doing that for twelve years. Right. Auction. Very cool. <clears throat> that show isn't that one of the like biggest shows on the west side that's what they'd say yeah largest uh, gun show this side of Wanamaker I guess there used to be a bigger one in California but you guys quit like in gun shows or yeah we got actually I mean if we're talking 2A I'll talk a little 2A so in my county they're trying to get rid of gun shows at the fair, the county fairgrounds. Because, like, what we you know, we don't need this in our community. So they want the uh, position that these people are going with is you can have your gun show in, you know, in the city, in the county, wherever, totally fine, but not on public lands. And I mean, I think that's preposterous because like, you know, some I'm a taxpayer in this county and I want to go to the gun show. I don't want to go to the 4-H show or the quilting show, but other people do and they're taxpayers too. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's my local 2A issue now. Okay, that was... I, I'm, did I miss something? I think I missed something there. What did you miss? I don't know. I I, I phased out, I guess, because you were talking about how you don't want to go to a 4 8 show or a quilting show. And I'm like, okay. What's that? He was asking me if the how big the show is. And I was saying it is bigger than anything this side of Wanamaker. It's the biggest thing this side of Wanamaker each year. Right. But there used to be a bigger California. And then I guess she was saying about how the. Ah, okay. Oh, did I cut out or something? Gotcha. No, no they're, they're out there complaining about the shirts, I guess, or you're trying to let people know subtly that Forge for Freedom has never paid me for a shirt without being rude, and I don't care because he never paid me. So, yeah. Well, I know I know that, but, I mean, there's a lot of story on my end and whatever. So, But, yeah, basically, yeah, there's more to it than that. And all, yeah. everybody, to, on, everybody on the inside knows that, but, yeah. Trying to be subtle, but, yeah. So, um, but anyway, yeah, that's part of the conversation we're having here. So that's, whatever. that's one of the things that then it gets, uh, what do you call it? When it gets complicated, when you're trying to do a multiple conversations at the same time, well, I didn't even have mine on live. So I was probably missing pieces too. So this is Dano. 
this is Gary who's in here and that's Clover. That's why I asked if Dano didn't make it back earlier. I like that one. <laughs> Not sure I'm taller than Clover, but that's okay. No, it's yeah. perspective. You're closer to the person uh, in the hallway. Maybe you're standing on a, a box or something there, Gizzard. That's possible. No, you're, in a tri you're in a triangle. He's just got the tactical stacked heels. This is right. what he's, he's wearing there. So. Dan is all buff. Dan don't fuck around. He knows some new arm exercises. My glasses are supposed to be orange. I'm just saying. Come on, can't have can't have black glasses. Good lord. Oh, we all got the same glasses. That's okay. I guess those are Gun Channel's issue. Or something, maybe. Are you just playing around, G, or what are you what are you doing those cartoons for? Is there a purpose for them? You get Dano out. Yeah, I want people to play around, right? So over on Gun Channels, we have a thing called the Gun Channels Comic Eight Channel, I guess. And I just been throwing stuff in there for people to play with. So like yesterday, we were talking <laughs> about favorite Star Trek captains. So I made that one, and then today I shoved them into Soviet battle, I think. So you can just take like one of these and play with it or take them. They got no backgrounds. And I mean, that one has a background, but you know what I'm saying? Like take one of the ones that's uh, just random. I made an Ellis one too. So then uh, play with them. What the hell? Either I don't care. What the hell? Go be creative. I'm not going to tell you how to fucking be creative. But otherwise, I want people to go, oh, this guy sucks at this because I literally suck at this. And have some more people come in here that do this stuff for a living, right? Do it, otherwise, go make some comics. Like, let's have some fun and let's play with the media. We've got a medium here that I'm telling you, we, we have the coolest toys in the toy box. We live at the coolest part of the world that's ever existed. And we sit around watching each other and saying hello in the side chat. Get your fucking Photoshop's out and play. It's easy. <clears throat> I don't know how to use that stuff. Illustrator, not Photoshop. Photoshop's for photographers. Illustrators for this kind of stuff, cartoony and graphics and that kind of stuff. Similar. I got an iPad Pro recently with the Apple Pencil, and then you can draw in an Illustrator app built for the iPad. So it like you can send it directly to your computer and like finish editing it. It's freaking cool. That does come kind of neat. I seen a, um, I seen a drawing pad the other day. It was in a, I forgot what store it was, but it was pretty neat. You literally could point, print something out or whatever, kind of do what G-Webs does with tracing over it or whatever, and then, you know, import it and color it in. Pretty cool. Yeah, I just color. I just literally what we used to do when we were kids: put a piece of onion skin down and draw over it, and then color it in. Except I'm using a computer and a mouse, but uh, nothing fancy. I didn't buy anything except for, a, I think, a $40 mouse because it's a mouse that can let me go a little bit slower than a regular mouse. Like a regular mouse is trying to go fast all the time. This one goes slow, so you can do a curve a little bit more controlled, and you don't have to do it 100 times. You can do it three times to try to get the right curve. 
You know, I used to have a gaming mouse. You could really adjust the tracking speed infinitely. And that, yeah. that was nice for stuff like that. And I think it might have more, whatever, the equivalent of lines per inch type of thing. But otherwise, that was like $40. That's the only investment I put in. <clears throat> and uh, just playing around it. And also, it gives me something to do when uh, we're chatting, like I did this one during Ghost Chat earlier, and did that Star Trek one during Mass Chat. So if people are watching, it gives them something else to do. Hopefully inspires people to go do something else creative out here. You know, are we going to do the same thing for 10 years? No, let's go do something different. Rock things, you know, around a little bit, shake them up. But anyway, that's the goal. And uh, plus I put out some stuff out there. People wanted to see more cartoons and stuff. So, um, you know, I'll participate. I'm not going to do the whole thing. And that's not my goal. But I'll definitely keep popping these things out when I can so that you guys can play with them and Again, try to get some people over here that want to know what they're doing with this stuff. i got to learn how to do that kind of stuff because that's just awesome. And I figure by doing it, like this Star Trek one took the amount of time it took us to chat with Matt yesterday. This one took the amount of time it did to... I started it in the middle of Ghost Chat, I think, and then just the amount of time we were BSing after Ghost Chat until now to do three dudes. And I keep using the heads over and over. I'm not doing anything. I'm just copying and pasting everything from over and over, right? Right. Anyway, also just playing around. So um, now some juice is asking, can we buy gun website shirts at gun channels? I don't have shirts anywhere. I don't even have a spread shirt that's worth a shit. I'll have to, Clover's been using spread shirt. He says it works pretty well for him. Um, I haven't had a good experience with anything. We're hoping for Donut Lover, I guess, to come on board with shirts. Angelina can do some amount of shirts, but she can't do like you know the thousands and thousands of shirts we probably need. We can do a two A something maybe or something or a Minuteman or something one day maybe and set up red shirt or something for you. You know. Oh no, I mean yeah, it's just I'm taking the time. Well, I've, historically, I sell like five shirts in a year, so it's just nowhere near priority for me to. Once set you it. get it, once you get it set up though, it's supplemental and anybody. Oh can, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I hear you, and it's probably worth doing it just because if other people aren't familiar with what we're talking about, spread shirt is a print on demand. You take an image and you give it to them and then kind of lay it out how you want. You set a parameters, like I want it to be this color shirt or any color shirt that the person wants, whatever. You know, you, cho you choose and then, uh, I don't know, you still give it like some, either a specific amount or some percentage of profit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you can get the amount of profit. Like you've got, a design fee. you've got a design fee. You get a percentage regardless. What you said is your design fee on top of it. And then that's in case somebody wants uh, to actually use your image oh, man, or whatever. They, they get your image from the marketplace, not from your store. Then you don't, so you don't get the commission off that. You only get the commission out of your store. So if they want that image and they do it from the mar marketplace side of things, just because they're randomly searching and they think the image is cool, then you get that fee for the image. Oh, okay. So yeah, we'll, we'll have to dig through it because I I saw that and I didn't I understood it, but I didn't quite get it. So yeah, uh, basically though, they could let's say a shirt's going to have two different images on it and that costs twenty five dollars and then you can say well I want it to charge thirty dollars so that we make five dollars on the shirt. You can do stuff like that. Or you can say I want to make fifteen percent on the shirt and it'll just charge whatever that comes out to forty two fifty or something. Anyway, so it's a print on demand. So the no shirts exist. You're not obligated to buy like twelve mediums and a dozen larges and two dozen extra larges and hope that they sell. 
and that hope that it isn't just the extra larges that sell so that yeah you don't know, have to keep buying mediums for no reason right and uh you know just if some fat guy orders they make a fat shirt if some skinny guy orders they make a skinny shirt if nobody orders you're not paying nothing and if everyone orders then they can hopefully handle it and and colors because what annoys me when you get into a lot of these shirt stores is they have black that's it and i hate a black shirt and i know a lot of, i know that's not that's i'm the exception rather than the rule i'm sure but i hate a black shirt um and with you know, one of those print on demand places and they're not all created equal, by the way, you got to be really careful who you go with. I've had, I've had very good luck at a spreadsheet though. Um, except for they hadn't sent me my black Friday order, which I'm a little upset about, <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, that's what I like about them is you can actually pick the color and the style of shirt, which is nice. Some people had like a retro style shirt. Some people like, a uh, what am I thinking? Like a dry wick, you know, uh, like a 50-50 blend instead of all cotton and that sort of thing. Well, and that's the other thing is, like you just said, you can set it up and let's say nobody's buying the muscle shirt for muscle guy, you know, and you can flip it or have both and then have big fat loose shirt for a fat guy and didn't cost you nothing either way. He just took you some time to set it up or whatever, and it cost you nothing to have the thing sitting there and not be used in your cart. Right. So anyway, yeah, we'll eventually have uh, spread shirt, I guess. I just don't know where they're made. Are they made in France or something? Uh, no, not that I'm aware of. I thought they were made in France. Something's made in France. Uh, with the shipping charges, I wouldn't think so. That's interesting. I've never looked into it, to be honest with you. Um, anything else going on? Anybody got anything else to talk about? About half an hour at this point. No. You know what? Go ahead. Body <laughs> Strike says if you go with the Spreadshirt premium shirts, they're made in USA. The shirts are made in the USA. But I thought for some reason something I saw something pretty common was printed in France. I was like, do a village people themed gun challenge challenge and illustration? No, there's other people that can do that better. All right, well, so anything else? This is two A Tuesday, so anything else two A related? Nope. Gun shop. Oh, but uh, Clover, do you got a link to your um, spreadsheet to throw out there? Uh, I can grab one. Yeah. Got a wrench, I think. So, um, hey, somebody wants to look it over and see what's going on. A lot of girly colors on my preview template things, by the way. But so, just to understand, if you go over there and look, there's multiple colors available. So just because it's pink or purple, don't think that's the only color, but I don't know why. I don't know if it randomly chooses colors <laughs> when it does that or what, but most of them are fairly girly colors over there, which is kind of weird. A lot of pinks and light blues and purples, it seems like. But yeah, that's the beauty. And, and that's the beauty of that, too, is we have, you know, as you do your different cartoons and different things, you know, that's certainly an idea. That's, those could be really cool in a shirt. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, and if only one person ever thinks so, then who cares? It just sits there in the mm-hmm. cart. Exactly. Has it, you know. Exactly. But, but you know, like over the, the thing, too, as a, as a creator, and I guess all this still ties into 2A and promotion and getting out there to an extent, but, you know, um, I ordered, I think, three of my own over Black Friday, but it was Cyber Monday, actually. Cyber Monday was 15% off and free shipping. So I'm like, well, crap, I'm going to take advantage of that. I'm going to buy. And I got three of mine for less than 40 bucks shipped. And I thought, that's cool because I can wear them in videos or whatever. And I do a really poor job of talking about the shirt store. But um, I guess when I wear one, I could try to make a point to mention that, hey, if you like this shirt, you know, it's available over at the shirt store. You know, well, I guess saying it's a good idea for sure, but you could also just put like, uh, I guess they're getting ready annotations, but you can have something like in the comments, people would do that. Like, if you liked my shirt, spreadshirt is a a uh, uh, verified link or dealer or whatever you call it with YouTube. Anyway, uh, it would better be better to have an on-screen graphic for Gun Streamer, of course, and places like that. But uh, at least if you're talking stupid YouTube. You could always put it at a, in a card up in the corner. Uh, you know you they're actually, actually into, No, it's annotations, not cards. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, annotations are different. Annotations are clickable spots on the screen. So, yeah. Otherwise, I've been... Uh did the the two a uh, summit today? Nobody showed up. Like I say, there was somebody. Um, no, somebody was on the YouTube side. Rob. Now, and, I don't want to. I don't want to. Go ahead. I don't want to interrupt you on that. I'll. I'll oh, I'm just bitching and moaning because nobody showed up. And sat around trying to do. You're stuff. talking about the two a summit, and I know that you had texted me the other morning about Antares, and then I had seen your post and and all of that good stuff. Um, How's that coming along as far as SHOT Show, as far as the 2A Summit? It seems like oh, there's... So when I talked to Cheryl, she goes, oh, well, that's interesting. This other guy had said the same thing as far as um, that we should not be re- you know, restricted to meeting once a year just because we show up. My thing is, number one, we shouldn't be showing up once a year only. We should be meeting all the time. And when we do show up, it shouldn't be, hey, let's... Uh, do things as if we've never met before. You know, we should have already met each other and been friends and know stuff. So we shouldn't be introducing each other, I guess. Uh, we should be getting to work and doing the things that you need to be in the same room for. So, uh, you know, that only happens when you get together periodically before then. So then there's all the issues that you get when you're not like we are. Everybody who's watching this and everybody who's participating in this is YouTube centric. We're YouTube fluent, right? If anything, we're YouTube freaking experts compared to the rest of the world, right? No matter what level you think you are right now, you're an expert compared to hundreds of billions of people on the planet, literally. So we're very, very fluent in this tech. I talk to people all the time now lately that uh, either don't know what the hell I'm talking about or think that this is some baby game or think that it went away years ago or refuse to use it because the same ways I don't like Facebook or something, like just everything you can think of. I've experience here so anyway um uh, i guess somebody else had come up with the same idea that we need to get together and not given her as much or not has much time with her to develop it so she sent me to talk to him starting to meet trying to uh meet up with that guy 
and uh, arrange something periodically between now and the next one, and then somehow, hopefully, you know, also turn that into an official thing so that it's not just rogue, uh, so that it's you know used by as many people as possible that are going to be attending, uh, and that might wouldn't be able to attend because I guess that's another nice thing about doing stuff whatever you know electronic meeting or virtual meeting i guess is the word it allows people that wouldn't necessarily even be able to attend to participate right so now i mean if no one knows or they know for sure they're not going to get to phoenix next year they could still be part of it all and contribute and right collaborate and offer resource so anyway um talking to that guy and then as far as the actual 2a summit the reels 2a summit that you asked about that we kind of started to do last year in uh for shot show is um, a concept I guess we came up with with the idea that if SHOT Show is a busy time for everybody, but everybody's there, then how do we accomplish two things? Get everybody together, but knowing no one has the same time slot to actually meet at the same time. So how do you get something that feel, you know, it's can deal with both of that? And then I guess we came up with the idea of having a room for the whole entire time of SHOT Show, just close by or near or in SHOT Show even, but a room where it's the Second Amendment zone or something. So it's for people who want to coordinate their message or um, uh, contribute their audience to, like Kevin Dixie, right? Kevin Dixie's an excellent example, a dude who once you give him your microphone, you know, he can change minds, he can open minds and open eyes and and get people thinking about stuff in different ways there's a couple other people i can think of that were at the gun rights policy conference that if they had a chance to reach more people they could offer a whole new mix and so much of our active people i think have left the game because they thought they had seen it all mm -hmm. it's got to be a factor right over the years five years we've been doing every second matters i don't like to think about how many people have come and gone the whole point of every second matters is to keep people from Succumbing to the apathy and to thinking there's nothing that can be done or there's nothing that's left to be done. So over the years, seeing people very interested and ambitious, and then you know be active for a while and then less and less so, and then leave. It's worse than it's way worse than somebody who's active and then life situation happens and they can no longer be active or they die or you know whatever. So when people become apathetic because they didn't think there was anything left or they thought that the existing fights were something that they couldn't contribute to or didn't want to contribute to. I really like the idea of bringing new people into the conversation that can offer, you know, alternative ways of thinking or completely different ways of thinking. A couple of the things, I don't know how many people listen to the broadcast from that 2A summit, but some of that stuff is super valuable. So anyhow, that's uh, we had a pretty good conversation there with her. Um, I had a pretty good conversation with her. She basically said that um, we can, uh, we should proceed with it, and then if it can become an official part of the AMCON, everybody will work towards that. But if it can't, then it's still worthy of having. And so she was just personally in favor of the concept. So whenever I posted that on Saturday. Um, high caliber history. So Logan, the guy from the NRA museum who helped me with the cards, he was down. He said he'd be there. Of course, Marco and you guys are all going to be there. 
um, or said you would, and then uh, which means you're contractually obligated because you said on the internet. You uh, would. Hey, I've already got reservations and everything else done, so you know there's no bailing now unless it's a. Oh no! But that was not just shot. That was not just shot show. That was an invitation to the two A summit rooms, and now you basically like oh yeah table. Anyways, well, it all depends, you know, if uh, HK or Glock come calling, you know, I might have to bail. Well, that's the thing. So anyway, so a <laughs> bunch of people did say that they're in, Kevin and whatnot, right? But um, right, yeah, Cheryl, but those are people that knew about the damn thing. But uh, that's the next problem. As soon as I started thinking about it more, when we first started doing it last year, we had a little Canadian um, asset that we no longer have anymore because of Bob and his issues is not going to be here. He had planned to sit in that room the whole time. And that was a resource we don't have anymore. So I don't want to sit in that room the whole time. I don't want to sit in that room at all. I want the room to exist and I want people to collaborate, but I got my own things to do at SHOT Show just like everybody else, right? It's my 15th year at SHOT Show. I don't want to sit in a room in upstairs, right? I want to be able to have access to that room just like everybody. So we got to figure out somebody to sit in that room or do something, or maybe the room's not the way to do it. And whenever I brought the idea up with Cheryl, she said, well, why don't we do it in the media room? And you know, I got 15 years of experience with the media people at SHOT Show. She's got three, I think she said. You guys have one or two now. So maybe I'm the wrong one. Maybe who cares what they were like 12 years ago? Maybe they will say, yeah, sure. That sounds like a great idea. Take a section of the room. And then it costs zero and doesn't. nobody has to do nothing except use that area of the room, right? So... Now it's opened up to the entire media at SHOT Show. It's like 2,500 people. So um, it's just that, you know, I had bad experiences years ago, a couple of times with the media room, and I just assumed that they'd be jerks about it. So, you know, we'll pursue looking at it, and um, I'm not sure which way to go. So that's, we don't have to do it in this chat necessarily unless people want to, but we do have to do some mind, what's the word, you know, mind brainstorming on uh, what to do uh, technically to actually make it happen this year. Uh, I suspect, though, with as much attention as it could possibly get this year, I think it was, what, 2500 bucks or something like that to get the room for a week. Uh, I bet you that would be no problem once we focus some real attention on the concept. I would just hate to see everybody spend money on a $2,500 room and then not have a good result come out of it. You know, if it's just going to be a first-step, toe-in-the-water effort, we can just all say, let's meet up at the downstairs smoking area twice or three times during the event but you know to kind of see what happens but um you know i'm just cheap i don't like spending people or spend money let alone other people's money but i don't know it's a tough one it's the last month you know we what we have 50 days for shot okay so, yeah that's what I, I nssf anyway posted today 50 days so i haven't counted but i'm assuming And it seems like just yesterday that it was a hundred days, so it's coming up quick. What the hell are they talking about over here? Uh, which side? Well, nobody's saying anything on gun channels. Over here. Oh, no, shit. YouTube, they were, uh, Strike was talking about he wished he could go, and we were telling him, basically, don't say I wish, say I am. Make it happen. So I'm doing side gigs. I mean, several people know I push... Um, you know, doing social media and uh, or social influencing and affiliate marketing. I don't, you know, just do it f as far as the firearm side because with every everybody out there that follows and watches and supports, I mean, 
you know, I feel kind of bad pushing stuff all the time to try to get you to do affiliate links and things like that. But random public, I could care less. So that's one of my things I, I do. And I do web development, web design and other things. So I got projects going there and all of that's above and beyond an extra to uh, try to do, try to get the shot, you know. So you just, you do what you got to do. Make it happen. Be nice one of these days. You know, the beauty is if you're going to shot to actually be a part of the community, a part of the industry work, make those relationships, then you got to think that, you know, it's going to pay you back in some way, shape, form, or fashion for going. Last year certainly did, without a doubt. Um, and then, you know, eventually get to a situation to where, you know, you pretty much have a room every year, right? Or, you know, you have somebody willing to cover some travel costs or something like that. So that's where it comes in. If you're just if you're just going out there to hang out, then I totally get it. I totally get the I wished sentiment. But you know, if you look at it as an investment in your brand and your channel and all that stuff, then it makes more sense. You you start looking at the ROI that you're getting on from going out there. I'm sorry, didn't get mean to get all business technical there. Uh, don't be sorry from my end. I mean that. Just not going to pray for any level of that. That's what the show's all about, and that's what Night Strike needed to hear, and other people, I imagine. Um, and the general, more the merrier, right? General is saying that uh, this from Wikipedia, I guess, Spreadshirt had been in Europe, and that's probably the crappy ones I got in the past. And that's why they didn't fit right because they were metric. But now they have a place in the United States in Boston. It's gonna have beans all over it, but Boston, Boston. There's also one in Nevada, in Henderson, Nevada, right outside of Vegas. So really, yeah, that's probably where I'm getting mine from. You probably would get yours from there too. They're not gonna ship them all the way across the river. Probably, yeah, yeah. Awesome. I'll have to look at the address when they come just to see. Maybe it'll say on there. Yeah, that's technically something we could maybe go check out when we're in Vegas because Henderson is basically where the hotels were. Yeah, that can be kind of neat. Sneak away and go. Maybe go check them out for sure. Um, I don't know. They're they're weird. I've talked to them several times, and they're not. They're one of them hands off. We are what we are. You get what you get. Seems yep. like <laughs> type people. I think they, they might not be seeing any kind of publicity. Yeah, I don't think that they necessarily would want the publicity, and I don't think they would want you, you know, coming in there and asking questions and filming and. I don't think it's, I certainly don't think it's going to lead to any type of partnership that might be beneficial either way. I don't think. Just with the conversations I've had with them. Because they were like, you know, basically the issues I had, they were like, mm, sorry, I hate your luck. Mm, no, nah, we don't have any plans on fixing that. Mm, don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, well, thanks. Appreciate it. But as far as the shirts, I mean, I, I've dealt with two other companies. Um, I can't even remember now. Teespring was one. I don't mind throwing that out there. And I can't remember the other one now. And the print colors and locations and everything Cafe Press? were very, uh, no, it wasn't Cafe Press. Um, hang it. I don't remember. I don't remember. It's been too long ago. Um, it was one of the big ones that you just do a Google search and they're there, right? But it wasn't Cafe Press, I know for sure. Um, 
anyway, as far as consistency on the print and the location, the, like the color and the location, and also the density and the location and all that stuff, Spreadshirt was by far the most consistent with all of that. So uh, ended up sticking with those guys. And they've added a lot more product to their, their lineup now. They have all types of clothing, you know, options. And then they have hats and the phone cases and the mugs and the bags and all kinds of stuff. Do they have hats now? Yeah, they do have hats now. Yeah. I'll they're have to check that out because they didn't before. Because I set up. Uh, they're kind of limited on the selection right now, or they did last time I looked. They were kind of limited on selection, but they did have some. Okay, I'm going to have to go back because I set up a storefront a long time ago, but I never made it public, and they didn't have hats and stuff like that then, so I'm going to have to go back and look at it. All right, so tomorrow, did we ever come up with a gun shop? No. Didn't. I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick um, I can't think of a gun shop to pick I had one in mind a minute ago and I can't think of what I was thinking of um, let's pick one in Illinois let's go with that Marengo guns again so that one's pretty cool looks like they had some good sales for the uh, for the holidays or whatever and uh, just a neat store they had a neat display with um, most of the handguns on little um, retractable, like little land, land, lanyard type of retention, so that you could take them off of the. They were all on the wall and slat wall. Uh, so you didn't have to ask. Right, they were all just out, but in front of all the store employees, like the counter in front of the counter, so they could easily see everything that happened in the handgun area. And I'm assuming, because Illinois is weird, that they had some sort of thing where if you cut this, this wire i'm sure it made an alarm go off but uh you know grouped in by model and our manufacturer or whatever so you could uh, compare and uh anyway just a lot of selection that way uh, tons of rifles much rifles you've ever seen in most stores and uh still a little bit of uh old stuff like a five dollar area five dollar box and uh it's a little bit of surplus and there's some interesting neat stuff you know stuff you expect to see in a medium to large size gun shop when you get into like uh the purses and the, the shirts and then uh just i guess it was not christmas time or anything at that point yet but like the gun type of gifts uh just a pretty cool store uh between chicago and rockford and uh called morango guns I think somebody recommended that I check it out, so it was uh, one of the shops recommended for the tour. And there's, is there a video on it already, or? There's not videos on any of them. I don't have any time to do videos. That's the sucky part. So uh, if anybody wants to help uh, with things, then get with me sometime, because I could definitely use some help with some of the electronic stuff that needs to be done from projects like that. But no, there's video probably taken but the time it takes to you know uh, what am trying to say create a video like uh edit a video right 
is not available at this point. All right. Well, so um, that was our gun shop today. One of the reasons we call it the Daily Gun Show is so that we can feature a gun shop every day. Additionally, we try to uh, keep a conversation going that has nothing to do with whatever is the news of the day. Hopefully, it keeps people thinking and coming up with new uh, ways to uh, play around on the internet as far as our Second Amendment goes. And uh, thanks to Angelina for showing up at the beginning of the show, Gary and Clover for jumping in uh, during the show, and for all the people that are watching. And uh, if this is automatically, this uh, Daily Gun Show channel automatically pops over to Gun Streamer. So uh, I would recommend if you're going to watch these shows, check it out on GunStreamer.com. Subscribe to our channel over there. Then hit on the uh, Channels tab over on the left and check out the other channels. I just found a channel today that uh, I had heard of before. Liberty Doll, I think. Liberty Bell? Is it Liberty yeah. Doll? Liberty Doll, yeah. Girl. And uh, she just does these like political, mm-hmm. I don't know, right. commentaries, I guess. Or like she explains the news. I took... Um... I took credit for her coming to Gunstreamer, by the way. I'm a, I'm a patron of hers. Right on. Yeah, I didn't become a patron because I don't have that kind of money. But um, I did subscribe to her over on uh, Gunstreamer. And uh, from what I can tell, she's on Full 30, and she's got like three videos over there. Mm-hmm. She's got yes. like a YouTube channel, and then she's got Gunstreamer. And she's as big on Gunstreamer as she is on anything else. Well, she, was, um, she was very excited about them pulling her over to full 30 i wasn't so excited and i expressed all of that uh in my thoughts about full 30 and some other things um i figured if i'm paying i can certainly give my opinion right and um threw out gunstreamer over there and then next thing you know she was on gunstreamer so well cool right on yeah well then that worked and then i that's how i seen her because i was over there doing a gunstreamer video actually i don't know when it goes live and then uh I was like, oh, what is this? I'd seen that concept before, um, people doing the news or whatever, but obviously when it's a girl doing it, you're like, oh, what's going on here? So uh worked out pretty good. She's got like a ton of videos too. Has she been around for a while? Yeah, she's been around for a while. And she um, she really researches her, her stuff. I mean, she does a good job. She doesn't put out content every day by any means. She does have a full-time job. She's been on Hank Strange before, so... Um, I don't know. You'd, you'd I'm not going to hold that against her. You'd have to. I'm just saying, if you want some more inside track on her, um, you know that pro- might be one to go back and, and check out if you could find it buried under his, you know, every night <laughs> doing a live. I ain't going to watch him, her on him, his show. I watched two of her videos and I was super impressed. I got yeah, the impression she was reading them, but I got the imp- it, it seemed to me. I only watched a couple of her videos, but it seemed to me like she was reading her researcher yeah she researches and writes it all out what i was saying is she's got a daily job and all of that and there's some backstory to her of course but yeah that's what i was getting at yeah it's pretty easy what you see is kind of what you get with her yeah so i'm looking forward to looking through or watching some of those because you don't even have to watch it she's just saying stuff i guess once in a while she'll throw a graph or something up it looked like but uh for the most part it's something you could just listen to like a podcast right and basically here's somebody's either summary or does she do like editorial on the stuff or is it just all summaries? Um, it's mostly probably the stuff you watched, you know, the subject matter changes, but the, the deliver the delivery is pretty much the same every time. 
but it seemed like it was more like here's just a what happened with a little bit of satire but it wasn't like and here's what you should believe or here's what i believe none of that kind of crap yeah she stays with factual stuff she doesn't get off into opinion too much she's not really a pundit or a commentator let's say uh angelina you ever heard of her liberty doll no i have not good girl so you probably heard of her uh gary ever heard of her I had heard of her. Uh, I just subscribed to her over on Gunstream. We're going to check it out. But yeah, I've heard of her. So I guess that's our new podcast of the day or whatever, our new channel of the day. And that's social media working. So uh, yeah, thanks to Gunstreamer for providing a platform that allows us to find other people out there doing stuff. So anyway, I guess what I was going for with all of that was that this show will automatically go over to Gunstreamer. So check it out over there. Uh, and uh, we'll be back same time tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow's Wednesday. We usually talk about uh, entertainment and stuff. So if you have any topic ideas, let us know. Uh, Ghost, you've got a show tomorrow? Is Ghost here? Are you talking to me? Talking to me. No, oh, maybe I'm talking to Cole. Talking to me? No, I don't have anything on deck for tomorrow. I've got some podcast interviews I've got to handle for tomorrow. But Are you going to start doing the Wednesday one as a, a formatted one then or whatever? Produce um, video? I actually reached out to a couple of Utes, uh, Ute, Utes today. So, uh, yeah, I'm hoping to bring Wednesday back as a as potentially a produced. Um, see how and see how that goes. Uh, it kind of depends on how many I get on board. It, if if things are getting things are kind of getting slim, and with the Utes out there, it, it gets that way because I mean they're involved in so many things, and then they have school and all this other stuff going on uh, that I understand how it can thin out. So I may just incorporate that all into the Fire and Friday as well. And I may what I may do is figure out some kind of an offshoot to Power on Friday, and then on certain days, maybe release, on certain Fridays, release two, or maybe change it up completely to where I release a Wednesday just every now and then with them. I'm not real sure how I'm going to facilitate that, but yeah, getting uh, interviews with the Utes, that's definitely something now that the Friday is seems to be rolling along, it's definitely something that I'm starting to look into just to get that going again. Right on. Otherwise, we got Matt's show tomorrow. Um, I don't know if he's got any topics for tomorrow or not. He did it kind of interesting on Wednesday, um, or I mean on Monday, where he was doing, uh, instead of a bracket, did you guys see this? Instead of doing a bracket, he had everybody pick a Star Trek captain, and then they had to, I thought he was going to do something different, but they ended up having to sort of, what defend that person as being the best Star Trek captain or something, mm. or you know petition for that one to be the best or why why they are the best one, right? I kind of think that was neat. I thought he was going to go a little bit different track on it, and uh, but it just it seems like a lot of possibilities there. If you had people, I don't know, lots of different ways you could say like everybody picks one, and then I don't know. Put them in scenarios, for example, or you know, have them do something where they have to, you know, be re anyway represent that one or use that one in that position or something. So anyway, I was just thinking there might be some neat ways to do things besides brackets, besides top tens, that still give people a chance to uh, do what those 
I think the neatest part of those is when we discover new movies or new uh, shows or something that you know maybe have a whole season of that we didn't know about and you know give you something to watch or whatever. Uh, so another way to explore stuff that people have seen, maybe going backwards and like, uh, you know, pick the best captain from Star Trek, but then you have to pick the best movies that they've been in besides Star Trek or something, you know, so you kind of going outside the box or going backwards or going, uh, you know, through the actors instead of the that sounds interesting. theories. Anyhow, so tomorrow, I don't know what he's doing. Probably something politics, I guess. And then we yeah, did. You never know. It'll be the flavor of the day, I'm sure. Usually is. And then we'll be back here tomorrow. So, uh, now, you think I've, got a, I've got a question real quick about uh, on Wednesday. Is the um, the Daily Gun Show the challenge thing, the Instagram thing? Is that not a thing anymore? I just don't know. I hate to keep doing. It. I've literally been falling asleep. Like at the, by the time the show starts, like I was. Angelina jumped in here. I was. I was going to shut it down in like six minutes and go to sleep. So, right. I'm struggling to stay awake this late, and I just can't do it in the daytime. Plus, I'm probably going to have to do something different here in a minute. So, I'm leaving it in flux at this point. I mean, feel free to participate if you want, but this show is not a thing that's been going on for 700 episodes at this point. You know, I'm doing what I can to keep it going. So sure. I appreciate the conversation. I think it's valid. I think it's useful. Um, it just isn't profitable and it isn't doing it. You know, it isn't, uh, it isn't uh, a business or anything. So um, I'm going to, I don't know. We've been in flux. We're going to talk about entertainment tomorrow. That's for sure. But I don't know. I don't, I can't say I'd really like to do the tactical quiz. You know, I'd really like to have a gun game show. You know, why not? Seems like the perfect match for podcasting and for the stuff. It's just, you know, only so many hours in a day. Right. All right. Well, anyway, so that's enough of that. We're going to uh, head out. I was asking Angelina, you got anything going on? You said you're pretty swamped, but any specials or anything happening? Um, no, but we just dropped the new key tag things. This one's like camo and orange. So, yeah, there's only 100 of those, and the other one's sold out. And once they're gone, they're gone. So if you want one, definitely uh, get it while they're there. Right on. Well, thanks again for everybody for joining in on the panel so that there's somebody to talk to. And for the people that uh, participate from the Internet side, that's what it's all about. Having have been uh, a real exercise in the new media. Uh, check out the new platforms, check out channels that are out there, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow.